Welcome to the most must-listen-to podcast in the entire galaxy, the Gorilla Brain Podcast. Coming at you and representing the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And today, we're going to be talking about guilty pleasures, baby. So come along with us as we talk about the things that the world shits on, but we hold a spot in our hearts for. So beam up, sit down, and engage. All right, and we're back. And... We're going to be talking some guilty pleasures today. And let me let me throw up the definition of a guilty pleasure, what it is to me. Say you and a bunch of your friends are standing around and you're talking about shitty, shitty movies. And there's one brought up that you like, but you're not going to speak up and try to defend this movie. That's a guilty pleasure to me. That, you know, it's kind of like what people talk about Nickelback. You know, I'm not going to stand up for Nickelback. I like a couple songs, but I'm not going to stand up and defend them. Guilty pleasure. So. so kind of like Snake Eater. <laughs> Snake Eater is not a guilty pleasure. Snake Eater is a national fucking treasure. Or at Get least it right. will be now that we've brought it to the light of day. It's true. It's true. Uh, so. All right. First guilty pleasure on the list. Well, it ain't really a list. It's just what it is to me. Joel's three. You're laughing, oh. see, and that's why it's a guilty pleasure, because you're not going to stand up and defend this piece of shit. But every time that it's on, or I watch it, I watch it all the way through. There's no skipping, and I don't know why, because the only scene that I ever, ever, ever remember from this movie is the, uh, uh, what you call it, the, the water skiers, and Jaws crashing through that glass, and everybody in slow motion like, that's I all I re- that. Yeah, that's all, all I remember from that movie. So, oh my god, the the plot, even the plot is dumb. <laughs> it's so like like one is the classic, and then two they tried. It, and Charles III's like, yeah, well, I mean, it, they they a little bit like it's got at least they tried, but three and four are definitely like just because eh, you fuck bring- it, we like money. Just because you bring Roy Scheider back doesn't mean that it's a fucking good movie. Do not no. try with Jaws 2. It's no, not good. I never said it was a good movie. Oh, okay. I said they tried. Oh, like, okay. Like, one, that's the classic. It's solid. Everybody agrees. Three is the guilty pleasure. Two is just, like, it's just okay. Like, it was, I didn't think it was terrible, but it's not fun. It's just, like, so, it's like the business. Like, well, this will hold you over to we think of a better idea for a Jaws sequel, even though Jaws never really needed sequels. No, not really, no. But then the mother of Jaws is looking for Jaws, baby Jaws. I, I don't know. I, I really don't understand the plot of it, and it's the stupidest shit ever. But oh, I, yeah. I love it. I, maybe because it was filmed in 3D and it's so goddamn apparent. Maybe not on the level of Friday the 13th Part 3 level of 3D apparency, but uh, it's pretty apparent. And uh, E.T. is no. shit, but it is a shit sandwich that I don't mind putting a little pepper on and shoving it down my gullet. Nothing will have the obviousness of, of Friday the 13th 3 when it comes to 3D. You can guess every single scene in that movie that was meant to be 3D without me even telling you. Oh, yeah, because they, po- they just poke things at the goddamn screen. Here's an eyeball. Here's the yeah. pitchfork. Huh? Pitchfork? Oh, you crazy kids. 
Yeah, but if it wasn't for that, we never would have gotten the iconic mask. So, you know, uh, that was not really a guilty pleasure. That's actually a decent, decent, ah, stretch decent. Yeah, it's pretty okay. I'm not even going to say decent. If you think of 80s slasher, like that's actually pretty decent. It's it, your base form. Yeah, yeah, but if you but if you hit the high note when you're saying it's decent, it's not really decent. I mean, I and, like it. I could sit through it. I'm not bored. Isn't that good enough? Yeah. Plus, you know, poor Shelly. You know, poor Shelly. R.I.P. Uh. So yeah, Jaws three is just. I don't know why. I can't get rid of the DVD. I can't part ways with it for some odd reason. I won't buy it. I won't buy it in Blu-ray. I will not. But it's on Blu-ray. Come on. High def fun. No, because uh, I'm pretty sure that it comes in a double pack with Jaws the Revenge. And uh, I've yet to do a Bits of Rage on that. And I've been meaning to do it for months now. So I might actually do it sometime soon. So uh, I got a lot to say about, you know, Psychic Jaws. yeah that's not a guilty pleasure that's just straight ass Uh, I mean the plot makes me laugh everything about Jaws 3 and 4 makes me laugh except for watching 4 yeah watching 4 is pretty painful Uh, fake Jamaican accent guy uh, (laughs) just psychic Jaws as soon as she puts her feet in the water she's somehow (laughs) signaling Jaws to come down to fucking Hawaii like what sir the fucking globe after this bitch like what how the fuck would a shark even know it's so insane how how did the shark how did the shark know the one son schedule like oh he's a he's a fucking uh what was he like a cop on the water what are they called water police or whatever yeah sure no it wasn't coast guard he was like he was like nypd or something you know he was out on the water on the boat yeah sure water popo whatever you want to call him water pigs and um, Jaws knew his schedule, you know. Oh, he don't work in the morning. I'll get him at night. Fucking crazy shit. And he knew that that was the boat. Like, it was just fucking crazy. Well, three is dumb, but fun. Four was actually boring to watch. Like, it's just, it's a very boring movie. At least to me. It's it's pretty, eh. Yeah, and Bruce looks awful. You know, Bruce the shark, he just looks so fucking awful. He looked amazing in part one. Part one was a cinematic um, achievement for, you know, practical effects with that fucking shark that was fully automated, which is awesome. Uh, and then part two, it started to go a little bit downhill. He had a scar. Oh, how cool is he? He's got a fucking scar. His head got blown up. <laughs> Half his body was blown up in the original, but now he's just got a little smirk, a little scar on his face. Fucking fuck? stupid. Thankfully, Jaws was in the Weapon X program. Yeah, <laughs> he had the Deadpool effect. Oh my God! Yeah, got, uh, you got one. You got any on your I, list here? I, I do, I do. Uh, since we're doing threes, RoboCop. Yeah, th- oh my God, RoboCop. <laughs> it is essentially a glorified toy commercial. That's exactly what this is. Absolutely. From the jetpack to the gun, but I. I don't like it's a really dumbass movie. I know it's bad. It's not even Peter Weller is a uh, RoboCop anymore. And and every time he punches that Japanese guy and his jaw gets dislocated, it just <laughs> amuses me to no end. Even all this time now, every time I see the scene, I still laugh. And I know it's it's such a bad movie, but I watch it whenever I do a marathon. I'll put on part three, and I, I do actually enjoy the movie. 
because it's so bad. So it's so bad. It's so it's so bad. It's good. That's what you're getting at. It really is. Like it's so obvious. You're just like, oh my god, why does this movie? Oh, to sell the toys. Gotta gotta get the rest. No, because money. Money. That's all that was. Yes, toys. They're a big thing for action movies and stuff like that. But you never saw any commando toys. You know what I mean? Like you didn't get any raw deal toys. Uh, no, but they had toys of the commandos from RoboCop 3. Available now at your local Toys R Us. Uh, what used to be Toys R Us or the like one or two that are open in the U.S. right now? Uh, the one or two that are still open, you'll find them in the back in the clearance section. Good enough. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, see, RoboCop 3. RoboCop 3 I haven't watched in probably 20 years. I think the last time I saw it, it was on like – HBO 2, if you can remember that far back. Oh, I can't. Dude, this movie, the whole plot is there's a the, – the government is, is shutting down these these poor, impoverished neighborhoods to make, make rise for the, the new fancy Delta City. So they have these commando guys that are essentially hired street thugs, but they work for this private company to clear everybody out. And then RoboCop has to go against the cops so they can take out these people. And protect the, the local regular people and OCP getting called out by Japan. Oh my god. It's it's every like corporate cliche from every movie, but all in this one movie. This just sounds like Ray's kind of awful. You know? Uh, uh, I, I'm thinking this might have to be a watch along one day, if we could find it. Oh my, that just sounds mad. I remember the fucking jaw. And it made that stupid fucking sound every time. Like, it's just awful movie. But do you remember we said a couple weeks ago, everything bad comes in threes. And it's no different than Terminator 3. I'm sorry. I I enjoy Terminator 3. No one likes it. Everything that was bad about it, from talk to the hand to just awful character acting. And, you know, but you got sweet ass Cristiano Logan naked essentially yeah yeah uh i i see i always like terminator 3 it's not the best by any means it's just i just thought it was fun it was like especially compared to all the other ones that would follow at least terminator 3 they were like fuck it let's yeah let's just have some fun we'll have a scene where the the fucking tx grabs terminate the schwarzenegger's terminator by the balls and rams him through some bathroom stalls and he just looks at it because obviously he doesn't feel nothing like that, that kind of dumb shit. I just, I thought it was amusing. It's a very fun. I, yeah, movie. I think that, I think that would have been a lot better way to determine instead of having the fucking uh, canine dogs, you know, that can bark at the Terminators and all that. Just go around kicking people in the balls. I'm, that is the best way to determine if that's a Terminator. Ding! Oh, she you're a fucking. Grabs him by the sack and kind of yeah. like picked him up by it as she ran him through the. I mean, you'd know for sure. You know, <laughs> it'd be the best way to tell. Plus, uh, Terminator 3 had Claire Danes in it, who was like my childhood crush, and then Kristana Loken, who was like the newest model of the chick I was obsessed with at the time. So yeah, it was wow. kind of fun for that as well. So you double your pleasure, double your fun. Exactly. In a Terminator that's, movie. That's the I'm great taste of double mint gum. What a great whatever happened to fucking jingles. That's that's another uh, that's another episode for another time. Fucking greatest yeah, yeah. jingles of all time. So yeah, 
right. I, I just thought there was a lot of cool. Plus the TX when you when you saw the the actual skeleton, it was cool looking. And but, unlike Terminator, uh, what was it? Genesis, Genesis, and uh, Genesis, Genesis, and Dark Fate. At least it didn't rehash Terminator One and Two. Sure, it had the chase mechanic, but it was furthering the story. It wasn't like, hey, let's let's just show them those bits from those old movies we like, and we'll eh, we'll slap something together. Yeah. <laughs> or Salvation, which was about being a knockoff Transformer movie slash boredom. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I did enjoy the movie. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. But, yeah, if it's on TV, like, I, I never pull out the Blu-ray unless I'm doing a marathon. Um, but usually I just make it after part two, and I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm good. Do I really want to go through three and then uh, Salvation and then Genesis and uh, – yeah, yeah, I really don't want to go down that road. So after two, I'm usually like, I'm good. I I usually do the trilogy. I I don't often do salvation. But do They're you consider it? Broken. Do you really consider it a trilogy though? It, it technically. Well, I mean, the way trilogies go, usually, you know, one is good, two is good, and three sucks. So eh, it's about right. Yeah, but a trilogy is three parts of a story to complete one overall arc. Oh, really? Yeah. Until they make part four when they need the money later on? <laughs> exactly. So it's a trilogy for a little while, and then they made Salvation, which a lot of people shit on. I actually rather liked it. It's not really so much a guilty pleasure because there are people out there that actually like it. So, but uh, It's just uh, – I don't know. I – I just wish they would have just had a film featuring the future war that you, you get a glimpse at, Terminator 2, and, and one. Yeah. Like, like, I'd like to see that. I just want to see humans and robots shooting each other with laser guns for two hours, but apparently that's too much to ask for. It wouldn't sell tickets, buddy. You got to have a human element, man. Everybody's aiming for that fucking Emmy or that Oscar nowadays. That's what I, they I, want. Easy, easy. The Terminators can be led by uh, the, the, the Borg Queen. You know, I'm down for this movie. You want to write this? Yeah. You want to you want to sit down, pen and paper this shit? Uh, you know what? I'll I'll probably be back in BA in another like three four months. Uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right. So we're gonna make Borganator. Yes. I'm in hey, for it. Maybe the Terminators are the precursor to the Borg, huh? Uh, well, I mean, maybe. I mean, technically, in First Contact, the Borg did come back to the 90s. Or no, no, it was the 70s, I think they came back. But they did come back in time. What's to say they can't come back for Judgment Day? Done. Rid itself. <laughs> Combine <laughs> the franchises. Make the Megazord. So, uh... You got any more? I mean, I, there, I know there's plenty of them out there that we could go on for hours. You know, Street oh. Fighter, Mortal Kombat oh. Annihilation. I mean, there, there's tons of them that we could do. Oh, and yeah. I mean, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I won't go into. We've, we've talked about that one enough, but that one is definitely qualifies. It is so bad, but so damn entertaining. But we but absolutely the- love it, and we quote it all the time. Oh, it's so quotable. <laughs> oh. Let's see. You know what else, though? Uh, Batman and Robin. Terrible, good, but good, good entertaining. Good fucking call. Good fucking call. Batman and Robin is an underrated fun fest. Yeah, you can pick on it. It's written badly. It's shot terribly. But you know what? It's fun. It's like almost borderline Adam West level fun. It borderline. really is. 
It really is. I just, and I don't know, the Mr. Freeze just, I watched the movie for Mr. Freeze. I love, I love the quotes. I uh, just, I don't know. I I enjoy that dumbass movie. Like, I know it's terrible and it's kind of cringeworthy, especially the Batgirl parts, but it's entertaining. Now, what made them think, what what made Batman and Robin go, you know what? We're going to go to Freeze's lair. We should probably put ice skates in the bottom of our fucking boots tonight. What, what do you think, Robin? Yeah, but you better pack a, a thermite pack too, because I might get frozen. So, uh, good thing to have that handy, huh? Or maybe it's time to let it go. Oh, so you, you were probably in with Zemeckis and all them other crazy motherfuckers, weren't you? Writing that bullshit. Actually, I did find out that essentially that whole movie was driven by the toys of the damn movie. That's why it's so damn, that's, well, not completely why, but that's a big reason why so much of it is like, why? And that's because they, for what, I guess they got big paychecks. They were like, dude, we need all of these toys. <laughs> that's why everybody the, gets their own bat vehicle. Actually, you know what? The toys for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin were actually pretty nifty shit, man. Like, you could get, like, customizable armors and shit for them. Like, it, it was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed the toys. I only Bat had plane stuff. I I couldn't buy a uh, I couldn't buy the Batman and Robin figures because Mr. Freeze only had the stupid goggles on and it irked me to no end. I never bought it. Oh, kind of like the uh, the Wolverine Weapon X uh, toy back in the day. You couldn't take the fucking helmet off because it was his head. Oh, yeah. Well, thankfully they did end up making it like three billion Wolverine figures. But and then and then they had the the black op ones that had the like masquerade mask that it was like stuck to his shoulder. Remember, and you could slide it over for whatever reason. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, magic. fucking toys used to be great, man. Oh, good times. Uh, As I don't buy them, I can't comment into their current state, but I know they're like. 15 bucks a piece now or some shit ninja turtles i think was the one that went off the fucking rail with the toys like they were creating characters from the toys that weren't even in the fucking show like <laughs> like i think mondo was one of them and, and there was a couple other ones um what was the uh what was the name of the fucking mechanical turtle the goddamn mecha godzilla ninja turtle uh, what was his name yeah i can't i can't remember off the top of my head but he was created as a toy, and then they threw him into the show. Like, ah, you guys uh, went a little overboard in the fucking 90s with the toys. Yeah. Hey, speaking of guilty pleasures, Ninja Turtles 3. It's oh, my hard. God. Why? Hey, why? You, you know what? Tell me you're not entertained. Hockey. Come on. Hockey. Come on. That movie, it's so god-awful stupid and the costumes are terrible well not compared to the, the newer ones i suppose but god damn if you're just not entertained i i don't know i i love what? that dumbass movie i enjoy the fucking english pirate motherfucker i enjoy him come on Kano? witch yeah no is that no 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 come on witch shrink me <laughs> Oh, I enjoy the soundtrack. It brought that song Tarzan Boy to my attention. I'm forever grateful. It's uh, Baltimore, isn't it? <laughs> I hope so. 
No, I mean, that, that's the name of the group that sings the song Tarzan Boys, Baltimore. All right. You're the music guy. Well, then, then yes, that's what it is. Fair enough. Oh, I'm not looking. Oh, oh. oh, man, I fucking love that, that song. That's a great song. But the movie was overall awful. And uh, but you know what? You know what I did take away from that? I always wanted to Yoshi. So fucking bad. No, I always wanted to live in their train apartment. I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Like these motherfuckers are living in the huh? The subway, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The subway car or whatever it was. It's awesome. They they built a house out of a fucking abandoned (laughs) train station. I always thought that was just like the coolest thing ever. Right, they because they they find it in what was it? It was two. They finally find yeah. the layer, and they they now they live in it. Each one has their own uh, subway car. They stay like that. That was a cool twist on the on their layer. You got to give that. Yeah, too bad they never you know put out a toy of that, or I'm sure they did, and I didn't want to buy it. But it's probably a limited edition. It's a, a KB exclusive now. Five hundred dollars on eBay. Look into it. Ninja Turtles 3, oh my god, just just the whole going back in time thing was just a little weird. Like, couldn't you do more with, you know, another villain from the show, maybe? I I, I just don't see why we had to go back to Imperial or uh, uh, Feudal Japan and, yep. and do it this way. It just confused the fuck out of me, and the Turtles look awful. That's because their budget, I think, was cut in half. In half? Shit, maybe in a third. It's awful. <laughs> Yeah, well, they still look better than the eight-foot-tall mutants from the 2016 film. <laughs> you leave Michael Bay alone. He tried. Uh, he tried. At least he didn't I, go with his original script for that, you know? I usually love Michael Bay. I just... The, the turtles were just... Why were they eight-foot-tall? Why? I don't care how much training you have. When you're, you know, seven, eight foot tall, covered in muscle and a a giant fucking turtle, you're not a ninja anything. There's no stealth for you. But they do karate kicks and stuff. That makes them a ninja. I mean, I suppose that's all it takes these days. Ugh. Then they turn Shredder into a mech, which I hate the most. Oh, my, my. Just uh, so many bad things. Uh, Let's see. What else we got that's really awful, but I still love? Oh, there's so many. I'm trying to pick the best ones here. Ah, okay. Let's, you know what? Let's stick with the threes. Fuck it. Let's do Jurassic Park 3. I am highly entertained by fucking Alan. I love it. I love Jurassic Park 3. Well, I don't love it, but I will watch it. If it's on TV or whatever, I will let it roll because it's still fun to me. Yeah, it it is fun. It's it's definitely the fuck it of the of the three, but oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Though to be completely honest, go back and watch Lost World. Lost World hasn't aged too gracefully either. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I love you know that, what? and I rewatched it recently, and it's it's not as good as I remember. I think that Jeff Goldblum can carry the movie just fine. I love Jeff Goldblum, but his annoying daughter and then uh, annoying girlfriend, not a fan of. Uh, it was cool to see an unknown Vince Vaughn at the time. Uh, that was kind of like one of his breakout roles, funny enough. Um, that and then Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Psycho. That That is not a guilty pleasure. That's just guilty of being awful, by the way. I like that movie, though. 
I like I like the Psycho remake. Did you? That yeah. scene, that literal word for word, scene for scene shot movie. Yeah, it doesn't mean it was bad. Yeah, it wasn't mind blowing. It was kind of like The Omen. It was like it's okay if you just want a basically 100% skin package. It's just the exact same movie, just slightly updated. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't say I prefer those, but I didn't hate them. I thought it was fine. It was solid seven. It was, you know, the, the, the story was good enough that I, I wasn't bored and it had a enough style that it was it was OK. Like it wasn't bad, but movies like that and movies like 06 is the omen is kind of what I call the business. Ooh. Like you want to update it, but you don't want to put any work in and you literally just rake, remake the movie scene for scene. They're, they're not bad by any means, but there's there's nothing really to them. Like, you're not you don't go out of your way to watch them. You know, it's just, they're just like, well, it's there if you want. That's yeah. just how I feel about it. Like, I, I, I couldn't hate it. Like, it wasn't bad, but it was just kind of like, eh, it, was just, it was all right. Fine. You know, I was, you know, was going to add Spider-Man 3 from the Rami trilogy in this, but I changed my mind last minute because I actually enjoy the film. It's not so much a guilty pleasure. I actually enjoy okay. it. So, yeah. What if I was to tell you? I liked Amazing Spider-Man 2, and that is a guilty pleasure. That movie's a fucking train wreck. But there's something about that movie that I just like. I, I think don't... it had a, I think it had a good flow, a good pacing to it. Uh, Andrew, and I learned this over the weekend doing the uh, the uh, Geek World All Star uh, Mega Show, is that it's not Andrew Garfunkel, it is Andrew Garfield. I've been saying it wrong for nothing. years. I I thought he was a good Spider-Man. He was just a bad Peter Parker. And he wasn't yeah. bad actor. He just had. He just. They for some reason wanted Peter Parker to look like a douchebag. Yeah, I hated the hair, and I said that yeah. on the Super Show too. I just fucking hated the hair so much. I love the suit. I like the suit. The suit was nice, but yeah. One, the hair. He looked like a douchebag, and two, he pops off that fucking mask. You shouldn't even wear it. Like goddamn, every few seconds he's popping that thing off. Watch the movies. Like, it, it's a lot. Like, every time he does something, it's like he has to take the mask off to pose for the camera. Yeah, and then they, they uh, who, who did they put into that movie? Electro? Yeah, Electro, who they, they changed him a little bit, but that was fine. I, I like the Electro bits. It's silly and dumb, and for some reason he is into uh, dubstep, I think. But yeah. uh, it entertained me. I didn't like the Goblin. The Goblin, every bit of the Goblin was terrible. But if you cut that out, I thought it was a fine movie. I really liked the Rhino being mechanical because I, I yeah. never I wasn't a big Rhino fan. I just didn't. I just don't like the suit. But I like the mechanical version. I like the actor who played him. I hate the fact that we didn't get to see that fight. But I thought that was cool. I thought actually talking about Peter Parker's parents was pretty cool because I've I by no means read all of Spider-Man's comics. So there's I, I don't know anything about his parents. So this one at least talked about it. And I even like the sort of cheesy fact that the last thing Peter Parker's father says to him is to be good. Like it was just a typical thing they say all the time. But as you know, the kid grew up to be a superhero. I just thought it was kind of cool that the last thing his father tells him is to be good. Uh, I just something about that movie I like. What I what I can appreciate about Amazing Spider-Man is that we kind of skip over the Uncle Ben shit right away. I can appreciate that. Uh, it's like it's a story that's been told a million times over, you know. So I can appreciate that. Uh, special effects wise, A plus. 
I really enjoyed that. It looked great. Uh, it had a good visual style, a lot of color, you know, uh, yeah. not as much, not as much as Sam Rami, but it had a lot of color. And even though two's the guilty pleasure, uh, just speaking Spider-Man in general, Spider-Man one, the amazing Spider-Man, the first one, they mm-hmm. went with the lizard as their main villain. I gotta yeah. give props for that, man. You know, yeah, that's, that's you, balls. Yeah, you know, it, you, all the time. You know, usually we talk Spider-Man, it's, it's Doc Ock, it's Green Goblin, Venom. Venom, yeah. But to go with the Lizard, that's, he's usually a supporting character, supporting villains. I was like, yeah, good for them for, you know, at least trying. And then, you know, the the other downfall of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is, unfortunately, not only did they do the shitty Green Goblin, which the only part of the movie I don't like, but they did do the now very commonplace when universe building they tried to jam too much in there so there was all kind of hands about the sinister six that sony wants to do so bad it, you got hints of it in spider-man 3 it's in spider-man 2 they talk about it all the time sony wants a sinister six movie so bad it hurts and i don't know why when they're not taking the time to properly build it yeah nobody asked for that were they like looking at Suicide Squad and going, "Yeah, we can get a team of bad guys too"? Like, why? It just nope. makes no sense to me whatsoever. Sony has become the new Fox. They've picked up the mantle of going, "All right, we're going to make movies from par- characters that people sort of like, and then we're going to do things that make people go, why?" Like, like Morbius. Do you only do Morbius because who the fuck cares about Morbius? You're like, well, he's got enough appeal. We'll uh, we'll do it if it works. Eh, fuck it, you know. I, I yeah, just, I'm, I'm Morbius guy. I don't know anybody that is. And the movie does. The trailer looks fine for the movie. I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah, at least decent. But who, who do you know that's like, yeah, dude, I really love Morbius. That's that's my dude. Yeah. I might have met one person that absolutely loved Morbius, but that's about it. Was it that same uh, dude at the uh, flea market that would always go on and on to get about Dr. Fate? Uh, no, not that fucking weirdo. No, uh, this was a guy in one of our comic collecting groups on Facebook back in the day. This dude did nothing but collect first appearances of Morbius. Like different like grading levels, you know, you know, 7.5, 7, you know, oh. 8. That's all he did. That's like the only comic he ever owned was the first appearance of Morbius. He loved Morbius. And I never saw the appeal. I didn't even like him in the animated show. Felicia! (laughs) It might have been. Was that the same guy that did uh, Colossus' voice, by the way? Ileana! You know? You know what? It it probably was, honestly, given the time. Yeah, Fox and, you know, probably the same animators and shit. They probably did pull over the same voice actors. Why not? You know, Funimation does it now for uh, for like uh, Shonen animes. Yeah. Oh, they do it for almost everything, man. I, the guy that does Piccolo slash Vegeta, he's in. I uh, think Chris Sabin, every, buddy. Yeah, he's in almost every single Funimation anime that I've seen that I can recall. He's almost. I think he's in every one that I own. He always plays somebody. I think I'd know these names. I suck with names. As much, an, as much anime as you watch, you would think that you would know the names. You th- I don't. I, I don't even know who voices Goku. I know his name is Sean something. Sean, Sean Schemmel. Yeah, I know his first name. It's all that matters. <laughs> uh, it's, we know the important ones. That's all that matters. God damn it. Um, 
So guilty pleasures. My, my, my. Uh, and, and pretty much any video game movie, I, I think you could say, is a guilty pleasure, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty much all guilty pleasures. Um, well, I'll pick it, one. I'll pick one out of the pot. Oh God, please tell me. <sighs> Super Mario Brothers. Fuck you. I love that movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I love it. <laughs> if it wasn't called Super Mario Brothers. That damn thing would be a cult classic right now because it, it has all the. It is a cult acting. classic right now. Is it? It's, be, it's garnering a following. Yeah, people are starting uh, to appreciate it now more now than they did ever. It's fucking it, crazy. It has the whole typical post-apocalyptic '90s feel because every one of them, you know, Super Mario, Double Dragon, Dark Angel. Uh, I can't think of any, but they all have that same feel, like aesthetic-wise. Like, mm-hmm. they all have that weird look to them. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. and, and, like, you go back and you watch it, and there were so many, like, subtle hints in the movie, like um, Easter eggs, that you never picked up on until they're pointed out to you. But yeah, I, I, I remember <laughs> hating this movie. Like, throughout my entire life, I remember hating this movie. And then one day, uh, I think I bought it on DVD a couple of years ago and I popped it in and I started to really appreciate what they were trying to do here. Did, did you have yourself a, uh, a house of the dead moment that we recently just had when you spend your whole life thinking that's a piece of shit. And then you watch and going, this is kind of fun. It's stupid. Yeah. But this is kind of fun. Absolutely. You know, we, if we can appreciate house of the fucking dead, then by all means, super Mario should not be off that list. Yeah, and you know, for that matter, I like Double Dragon. I like Double Dragon. Nobody remembers no nobody remembers Double Dragon. That's the shitty thing. Yeah. I love that movie. And it, it wasn't until recently that I've actually noticed that the other brother, not Mark Picasso's, the other one, uh-huh. he doesn't fight. And it is so obvious that he's not a martial artist by any means. Go back and watch the fight scenes of that movie and you can tell which one knows something and which one doesn't? It it is horribly obvious. <laughs> just funny. That, it's just something I didn't notice as a kid, and I noticed now. I'm like, God, it is so obvious that guy can't fight at all ever. <laughs> and it was uh, Robert Patrick as the bad guy, right? Yes, he was. He was the super cool L.A. <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, with, with the with the blonde tip, book. the blonde tips, and the fucking done up eyebrows and just he just looked fucking crazy i loved it oh. right oh and then they had the, the dragon wagon you put the a trash in it uh, <laughs> environmentally friendly oh my god yeah and they uh, didn't even they didn't even cling the fucking medallions together until shit the third act of the movie like it, it took a while yeah you know, they only do it like two or three times and because uh, they have that little gimmick where they clink them together and it's like oh shit you said it uh, they do that like three times yeah but wasn't the wasn't the girl wasn't that Alyssa milano I, I i thought i thought for sure it was somebody famous the girl of the the trio i would have to look it up but i'm fairly sure that it might have been melissa uh milano yeah, I might be wrong because it's been a minute, but I could have swore that was her in it. Because it does have an automatic star power. 
or if you want to call it that, really. But hmm. oh, but that was great. Can you think of any games you would call a guilty pleasure? Oh, I got tons of them too. Uh, okay, so here's a guilty pleasure. <sighs> Maybe it's because I'm a misogynist or some shit. But uh, Silver Surfer on Nintendo. Oh I enjoy. God. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it's bad. But I, I actually rather enjoy the game because I like those side scrolly, you know, shoot 'em ups. It's just kind of my thing, you know. Uh, but. I've never beaten a level in that game, and I'm pretty sure nobody ever has legit. Like, okay, if you had a turbo pad, you might have had a chance, possibly. But your finger wears out from that fire button so quick. Yeah. Ugh, not to mention broken mechanics. Oh, yeah. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah, that that's Silver Surfer. Never beaten one level. Each Either level... Yeah, each level is incredibly difficult. I put any Dark Souls player up against Silver Surfer any day of the week. Yeah, uh, Angry Video Game Nerd really nailed that game. Because when you play it, one of the things that I had difficult with is you can't always tell what you can surf over. So sometimes on some some of the levels, you're like, all right, I'll go up. Oh, that's death. Okay, I mean, there's no indication of what is, you know, what you're above and what you're on. You can't. There's no way to tell. Yep. <laughs> and there's no there's no pattern to it, so it isn't like well built games of that nature where you're like, okay, well they attack like this, so I'm supposed to be here, here, and here. Like that's how those games used to work. There's always a pattern to it. Not right. this fucking thing. There's just shit everywhere. Just die. That's that's yep. what you do. You touch something, you die. You get shot, you die. You die, you die, you die. Repeat. And then every time that you have a game over, (laughs) uh, you can uh, see the surfer crying on his board, and that's just you in your room. That's a reflection. Yeah, because there's no way. There's no way to beat that. And the worst part is, when you would have first played that, back when we were younger, there was no magazine. There was no. There was no way to tell that it's a broken game. You're just trying mm-hmm. to like, why the fuck can't I beat this? Do I suck? What's the trick to it? There's, you know, this was so long ago. There was no internet. There's no way. There was no way for you to look up and figure out like, oh, no, it's fucking broken. That's why you can't beat. It's not you. You know. <laughs> That's because nobody, nobody in Nintendo Power was covering, you know, fucking Silver Surfer, buddy. Not they were co- they, they were covering Castlevania and Mario and and. Zelda, they weren't covering Silver Surfer, buddy. Trust me. I don't think they covered any of the LJN games that I'm aware of. Ugh. Nasty shit right there, buddy. What about you? You got any? Uh, Pleasures? I kind of like the Friday 13th game. And that's going to wrap it up for this yep, episode. Of- yep. <laughs> you just don't want the theme in your head. You don't have to deny I it. I don't. I, I don't. Can- I just got to shut game. you up on it. Oh, my God. At least I can beat that game. As soon as all my counselors die, the game's over. That's how it's supposed to happen. You win. It's true. Or, or you could just not play the game. Yeah. Hey, and, you then know- every- and then everyone wins. True. I mean, there there are a few. Um, I actually have a few games that aren't terrible that I like that are, are sort of guilty pleasures. Like um, for the for the 3DS, I actually play quite often that uh, Hatsune Mika. It's I forget the other name of it game, and your uh-huh. chibi versions of the character. It's just a music rhyme game. 
there's nothing to it. It's just Hatsune Mika and her music and stuff, but I can play it one-handed. I was playing it as I was Black Friday shopping last year. You could play it, it with one hand. Uh, is it something that you, you know that you would play in public? I have played it in public. I was walking to a store playing. It's embarrassing. You're oh, just like, grown yeah. ass man playing Hatsune Mika. Yeah, but it's easy. I mean, it's a little bit. It's, it, there's actually challenges to get like pop rating because it's a music game. But I don't know. It's just stupid fun. It's got that chibi feel. It's just I don't know. It's just kind of like dumb fun. Like you just hit the buttons, you just match, okay. you sit along. You can buy drinks. You can feed the characters. They're, if they eat spicy food, there's a little cutscene where they're flipping out because their mouth's on fire. So it's got that like almost Lego kind of humor built in, and like it's pretty girly and sort of embarrassing. But yeah, fuck it, it's fun. I don't care. You know what's even more embarrassing than that? Rock Band. I think that's a guilty pleasure game, man. You don't really tell anybody that you're playing rock band. Oh, you're going to play your little plastic guitars and drum sets? And... <laughs> that's it's not, not really like something you brag about. Not unless you're talking to your other band members. Hey, you want to play some rock band? Right. In like public, you talk amongst you your friends. Video games? <laughs> like, man, you're talking with your friends that actually play the game. You're like, yeah, man. You know, I got this three-hour playlist. You guys can come over and fucking jam out, you know. And then you wouldn't tell anybody else that you're about to go play plastic instruments. It is one of them weird things. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> probably more fine now because of the, yeah, the geek culture is so hot right now. But it is funny when you think about it. Like, you know, especially when, when I do it on the occasion now, it's like, okay, me and some other people in their late 20s, early 30s, we're all going to go sit around and play plastic instruments in front of the TV. Yeah, we rock. I think what the embarrassing part of it is, is when you're really getting into it. Like, you're nailing them notes, man. You're fucking rocking. Your head's going, man. You're rocking back. And you're really feeling this shit. And then somebody walks down the steps, and then you just kind of statue up real quick. And, and then you go from the uh, the heavy metal guy to the guy to, like, a classical concert. You're just sitting real stiff, just... Yep. Yep. Mm, good game. Good game, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it's embarrassing to be a rock band fan. I think I think that's why it uh, died out the way it did. Uh, I, I think it died out, and it's probably going to hurt a little bit, was a little thing I like to call money. When you start releasing new games every six months and trying to get people to buy new $200 guitars, not to mention the billions of songs that they release for like two bucks a piece. Yeah. Yeah, it gets to be pricey as fuck. Yeah, I remember when they were uh, started to release full albums. Like, oh, you want to play Judas Priest Screaming for Vengeance? Well, 25 bucks and you can play it whenever you want as, as many times as you want. Uh-huh. It was like the for the same price as it is on iTunes, you could buy it that only played on this video game. Good times, man. Huh. Sometimes it's fun to be guilty, you know? I mean, another one, uh, another great example of guilty pleasure is our good friends at Tubi. Literally everything on there. Their entire action and horror section. I mean, there's a few mainstreams, but there's a lot of guilty pleasures up in that thing. 
yeah, pretty much everything on that app is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's a that's a big Texas size ten four on that one, good buddy. <laughs> oh, oh. You so know, Tubi, Tubi should really be sponsoring us by now. We seem to be plugging them assholes every single week. You know, I I can't help it. I just uh, there's so much fun stuff on there. There's so much stuff I watch on there. And the best part about Tubi is that it's free. And if you got a PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, your phone, yeah, your phone. I mean, you can watch Tubi for free anywhere you want. Limited commercial breaks. They can send me the check anytime they're ready. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to bump them, but who doesn't like free shit? I know before I told you, you'd sit around like I'm bored. I've scrolled through Netflix 4,000 times. It's the same shit. But what about Tubi? You like stupid B, C-level flicks that are so bad they're good? You want to be entertained? Tubi's got a lot of shit there. Oh, and my God. Their, uh, their full moon section was amazing. There was shit on there I hadn't seen in, like, 30 years man like it wow a lot a lot of crazy shit see that's that's the other good thing there is a lot of dumb shit for sure mm-hmm. but you'll find some shit on there that you're just like man i you know is a movie you'd forgotten about or you know something you haven't seen in a while you're like hey man all right you know it's it's surprising what's on there and it's free like that's why i tell everybody about it because then everybody's like yeah i'm not buying another damn subscription I already pay for Disney Plus once a month, once a year, so I can watch their new shit, you know. Right. So, like, it costs you nothing. And they're, what, minute-long commercials? And not it, even, not even that sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they're, like, half half a minute sometimes. Like, it ain't that bad. It ain't like, yeah. cra- it ain't like crackle bad, I'll tell you that fucking much. Fuck you, Sony. You can keep uh, that shit. Although Sony did, I think Sony is or did by uh, Tubi, but I, I'd like to believe they learned from their mistakes. And and it's way better than fucking Hulu with ads. Fuck you, Hulu with ads. I'm saying that uh, right now. Fuck you, uh, Hulu with ads. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that is, the ads are not a guilty pleasure of ours, by the way. The one, the one on freaking Hulu is like 10 minutes long. It's a Christmas. They, they played around the holidays and it deals with this old guy and his fucking iPad. I hate that commercial. Oh my god. Mm. I have problems. And as you can clearly hear, the clash is playing, and that signifies that this episode has to come to an end. If you'd like to join in the conversation, be sure to do so on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod. And before we totally wrap this up, be sure to check out all the great shows on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. So Wizard Podcast, Superhero Speak, Pop Prison Power, Cult 45, and of course, Fans on Patrol on Puh. I've been your host, 8BR, and it is time to catch you down the line. Stay.